0: There are horrors beyond life's edge that we do not suspect, and once in a while, man's evil prying calls them just within our range. You're listening to Cthulhu and Friends. A real-play Pulp Cthulhu role-playing experience, starring Nika.
1: That's so exciting, I've never been that close to Jesus.
2: Fred. I am no doctor, but I definitely don't look good. Mike. I still
0: haven't even got paid, which is probably not going to even happen now.
2: Steph.
3: Alright, well never you fear, sugar, I am on the case.
0: And your game master, Veronica. Hey
3: everybody,
4: welcome back to another exciting episode of cthulhu and friends i am your game master veronica and my pronouns are she they
2: hey everyone it's fred and my pronouns are he him and i play jj
0: hey everybody mike lane here uh i'm playing grant langston and my and his pronouns are he him
1: Hey, it's me, Nika, and I'm here playing Lilith, and guess what? Our pronouns are also she, her. You might think I was gonna say he, him, but I was a uh, twist.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And my name is Steph. My pronouns are she, her, as are my characters, Gladys Cooper.
4: Super. It's the 11th episode, but I don't remember if that means that we roll luck or mm-hmm. not. No.
1: No, we don't. No, we did last time. Yeah, absolutely not. Because apparently you can max out on your luck. Seems <laughs> sus to me. Yeah.
4: Um, well, even though Nika is just inching closer, she's edging on her luck. Um, that does not mean that we're not so thankful to these amazing patrons. We are supported by HeadVase Daskur, Rick McRick, Amber Schmidt, Komod Alamode, Brad Brockway, Jonathan Kant, Craig Hart, Johnny Scott, Dan Wheeler, Melissa S., Stuttering GM, Kyle Sherman, Michael Yun, Raul Rodriguez, Michael Urban, Matthew Simone, Matthew Morris, John Schaefer, Cypher, Michael Macy, Armiao, Ozzyman Dias, Brad Mack, Grant Goodine, and Kara. Okay, so um, it hasn't been an hour yet, so... Don't roll for HP. Everybody remember what happened last episode? JJ is not a doctor. Um, Gladys meets Adrian, uh, gets a card. There is a meet-cute between... Oh, yeah. There's a meet-cute betwixt uh, (laughs) Maria Amigo (laughs) and JJ and... Grant stole a suit that belongs to a very tall woman. Oh and God. Lilith broke the news to JJ <laughs> that he is not a doctor. So. Oh, and you guys followed Antonio.
0: Yeah, I'm at the door listening.
4: He's listening. Okay. Gladys. You have left adrian's office and now you can pretty much go wherever you need to go
3: perfect so i'm going to start walking down the hallway i'm gonna peek around real quick just to make sure whoever was following me before had disappeared
4: yeah you don't see anyone behind you
3: okay and then I've got, I've got all this information uh, that I got from Adrian. So I'm going to walk back to the reception desk and see if anybody's there. You do not see anyone there. Okay. So I'm going to, like, take a, a stealthy little look around and then, like, pop behind the desk myself. And I'm going to pick up the phone and dial zero
4: operator how can i help you
3: ah yes thanks i'd like to make a call and reverse the charges if you will uh to washington dc the peculiar times and uh mr elliot hawk editor
4: um and how do you spell that last
3: name oh yes it's a weird one i'm so sorry sugar it's h a q u e oh thank you so much uh hold please Boop. thank you so much and she puts you on hold i'm just kind of you know bobbing my head to the hold music which i'm assuming There's there is none some. <laughs> it's in my head i'm pretending <laughs> it's <just> went... like <laughs>
1: It is funny to think, though, if there was one, it would just be, like, a three-piece band in the, like, operator (gasps) room with her, like, playing the music all the time.
3: (laughs) I love that. And, yeah, I'm just kind of, like, grooving to the music, keeping an eye out for anyone looking like I um, work here, I guess.
4: You hear a few rings, and the operator says, Call from... Please state your name. Oh, Gladys Cooper. Do you accept the charges? And uh, another person comes on the phone and says, Uh, Yes, we'll accept the charges.
3: Ah, Elliot, can you hear me? Uh, No,
4: of course, this isn't Elliot. This is Alice. How can I help you?
3: Oh, God, I'm sorry. It's such a a weird connection (laughs) going on
4: here. I'm sorry, is there static or... Something?
3: Yeah, it's, it's a little... It's a long-distance call, let me tell you. Well, let's get
4: right to it. <laughs> then. These calls are quite expensive.
3: Oh, God. Okay. All right. So, is Elliot available, or would you like to take a message?
4: Um, no, I can send him right through... I'll send you right through to him.
3: Perfect. Thank you so call much. Me, please.
4: Gladys Cooper. It's so good to hear from you.
3: <sighs> Elliot, there you are. Excellent. So... I have so much to tell you. Um, Well, hold
4: on, sugar. Let me get a pen.
3: of course.
4: (laughs) All right, go on. Go on. Right ahead.
3: All right. All right. Okay, now, listen here. You know that I... Well, maybe I didn't send you all the information yet. I sent it via mail, and you know how slow that is. Well, no, we've got no
4: packages from you.
3: Okay, well, anyway, so, uh, Diego Chavez, who is the father of Margarita Chavez, the actress, you know, uh she's gonna be a big star anyway um he died very tragic and had some mysterious bite wounds like some appeared to be human and some appeared to be a bit more um animal like Ah,
4: uh, so what do you mean they're animal now i i reckon that they were uh making a film about werewolves and such you think that such a thing is actually a documentary and not so much a work of fiction
3: well, no, I think, the, I think the film is a work of fiction, but I do think it's quite mysterious that it's about werewolves, and there seems to be a lot of this kind of activity going on around here.
4: So it's wolves.
3: Well, it might be a little bit more uh, cat-like.
4: Werewolves werecats!
3: But well, you know, so there's there's more to the story. This is a big, big story. This is this this is my big break. Let me tell you, I'm just so excited. Glad to stay so, on
4: point. This is a very expensive okay. call.
3: Oh God, I'm so sorry. Anyway, so I'm here at the hospital, and I met this wonderful, wonderful president of the hospital, and she said they have had some records gone missing. They were stolen, and that the records pertain to patients. ...who also had these mysterious bites. So, I believe there's all these these attacks happening, and there's some kind of cover-up. She said that somebody stole her suit. Perhaps this person is going around impersonating somebody at the hospital... ...in order to steal records as a cover-up for these attacks...
4: Well, this sounds like a story of intrigue and mystery and uh werecats. Uh I I ha-
3: and and exorcism.
4: Exorcism? You said nothing of the kind. Gladys. Well, doll. I got, you a got a
3: photograph sta- to Oh, uh, I got a photograph to prove a it. A photograph. I sure did. I just snapped it right away. Wow.
4: well, you know what? When I when I purchased that old camera, I thought, you know who this belongs to. That belongs to a good old lady named La- Gladys, and boy am I Gladys. <sighs> I gave it to you. <laughs>
3: Yeah. You're just the best, let me tell you. I'm so glad you put your faith in me. Um. So, yeah, anyway, I got I got this interview booked with the producer of the film, JJ. I met him right here, and he said he'd be happy to do an interview, so.
4: Well, all right, honey, I expect you to get all of these details sorted and into some kind of cohesive message that you can send to me. Now, of course, we're, we're getting ready to publish the next episode, I mean, issue... We don't do episodes. Uh, Right. What on earth is that? (laughs) Don't even worry about it, darling. Uh, All right. If you can get me a couple of pages in, uh, that'd be great. And uh, go ahead and get that film developed and uh, mail that up to me right away.
3: Oh, sure. There's only one photograph on it currently. Do you want it right away or do you want me to?
4: Well, why don't you head on over to the local CVS and find out if they can just take it or uh, what have you?
3: See, see, I don't know if they have those here, um, but I'll I'll find something similar and get it developed right away.
4: Okay, well, there's got to be some sort of a drug emporium.
3: I'm sure. I just have to practice my Spanish and find it.
4: All right, Gladys, is there anything else that you want to talk to me about on this very expensive collect call?
3: Oh, God, there's just so much information. That's kind of most of it. Also, uh, Padre Simon has gone missing. I believe that may be connected, but I don't have enough uh, information yet to pull that all together. Padre
4: Simon, my informant and very good friend.
3: Yes, he's gone missing. Nobody's heard from him. It's very mysterious.
4: Well, don't you worry, darling. I'm going to send somebody down to find out what the heck has happened to Simon.
3: Oh, thank God. Somebody needs to look into it.
4: Well, again, this is a very expensive call, so uh, unless there's anything else that you need to talk to me about.
3: I I believe that's all for now. Thank you so much for your time. And
4: good for you, Gladys, for sending me these pages. I look forward to reading them and uh, any other notes or parcels that you should have. Be sure to send them care of Alice. Goodbye. Click. (laughs) Goodbye.
3: And I'm going to... I got so absorbed in that phone call. I'm going to look around and make sure nobody else is watching me on the counter. And then um, I also want to look around and see if there's a map of the hospital layout or a directory or something. High or low
4: for favorable results? Oh, low. Yeah, there is a little map there. Um, it does seem to be like a full color map that someone has like laboriously colored in with like crayons or something. So there's just the one.
3: Wow. Okay. I want to see if I can find um, the best route to get to Margarita's room. Okay, great.
4: Um, so the hospital itself is kind of like a shoebox. Um, so... I shouldn't say shoebox. It's a rectangle. Um, (laughs) There is a very large courtyard in the center. um, And you can see that like there's um, seating and fountains and all sorts of things out there. Um, And you also notice that in addition to the entries that you've been going through. There's also really large windows and doors so that patients can have the doors open and get all of the refreshed air
3: from outside. Nice. Uh, So I'm going to just take a mental note of kind of the layout and then I'd like to go find the closest door to the courtyard And make my way that direction to Margarita's room. Okay. To hopefully avoid whatever's been going on in these hallways. Sure thing. Um, Roll stealth for me. Ah. 21 out of 55, which is a hard success. Okay. Um, so as you
4: are walking away from the receptionist desk, you spy two people that you saw in this exorcism room and they are walking down the hall and they seem to be following someone and you kind of clock this as Lilith and Grant. Um, but you are able to just slink back into the shadow of a column so that You don't make contact with them.
3: Are they heading the same direction I am or? They are not heading
4: outside of the building. They continue to be inside of the building. You would have to follow them if you wanted to go and see what they were up to. But yeah.
3: No, at this point, I'm good with avoiding them.
4: Okay. So um, as you are backpedaling, your foot hits a can or some kind of implement, um, but your stealth roll was so high that you're able to quickly correct and you turn around and you see just so much paint and a drop cloth and everything in the center of the, uh, I guess, like vestibule as it leads out to the main entrance and there is a man on some scaffolding and he's painting this really um, almost like a cerebral type of uh, of mural on this domed ceiling. And it's a lot of reds and blacks, but it looks pretty ominous to be in a hospital.
3: And then there's the door. I'm going to pause and look down and make sure I didn't uh kick over the can or what I ran into. <laughs> no, nope, you didn't you didn't mess anything okay. up. Um and I'm going to look up at the the painter and say, "Oh, good heavens. I, I almost tripped right over you there, sir."
4: Um that's completely okay, ma'am. Please if you'll go to the right. Uh...
3: Ah, yes, of course. I don't want to and walk under a ladder, I've heard that's bad luck. Mm.
4: It's refreshing to see that uh, there are those of us that still believe in the old folklore.
3: Oh, yeah, I'm i am always open to learning new things and exploring and...
4: Don't explore too know. far, you'll be eaten by the machines. That's what this whole thing is, you know. Man's oh. fall to the machines.
3: Oh my goodness, is it, like, like automobiles?
4: Automobiles, tractors, buses.
3: Oh my.
4: Cotton shirts I- Yes, oh we're goodness.
3: all
4: doomed here. And you hear this like echoing around this dome and um, he's kind of, he's kind of forgotten that you're there and just continues to paint while talking to himself about the, the doom of mankind.
3: I'm going to just nod my head like, okay. Yep. <laughs> um And take one last look at the, the painting and then continue on my way out to the courtyard okay great uh you get out to the courtyard let me know what you do i'm going to look around and make sure nobody's like watching me suspiciously and i want to make my way towards uh the this side entrance of margarita's room
4: okay yeah great um roll me a navigation oh my (laughs) is that a thing (laughs)
3: yes it's called
4: navigate
3: okay well that's a 69 nice thank you out of 10 so it
4: takes you a while to figure out where to go (laughs) and in the meantime your cat is just like cuddling on you sleeping uh but the crook of your arm is getting quite sweaty And as you are kind of bumping around and just trying to find uh, Margarita's room from the side, um, you realize that you're going to need something to hold this cat that isn't your arm because you're going to need to be able to write, take photos, all sorts of things. Um, And as you are rounding a corner and you've kind of gone around the courtyard several times, you see a small wooden crate with a bunch of grapefruit in them.
3: Is it small enough that I could carry easily? Excuse me. Yeah, it's pretty small. It
4: only fits about four grapefruit in it.
3: Oh, okay. So I will carefully kneel down, and again, I'm looking around to make sure nobody's, like, watching me, like, what is this person doing? Okay. Box of grapefruits, and I'm just going to casually tip them out into the grass, and then um, I want to uh, gently pick up the kitten baby, and I'm going to say to it, All right, now, darling, let's just see if, if you find this box comfortable. It might be a little bit easier for both of us. I'm sorry, ma'am. Who are you speaking to? Oh! Uh well I was speaking to you of course I was just saying that this this box would be easier if I got it out of your way Um okay sure but um like I need that box though Um if you
4: wanted to pay
3: oh. for it I could definitely let you have it for the, I, I don't want to take the grapefruits from you. Is that is that the concern, or the you need the box itself? Well, it,
4: the box itself are primarily what I need.
3: For the grapefruits.
4: Yes, but again, I'm willing to sell you the box
3: for just a right, small, right, of course, a
4: small amount of mm. pesos
3: uh sure yeah you know what how how many pesos um how about two i'm assuming that's not much to me very very
4: small amount of money
3: okay so i'm going to like awkwardly dig in my bag for with one hand for that and oh you have a little kitty could i hold it Oh, no, sorry. She's, uh, this, this, I, I, no, uh, very, very newborn kitten and, uh, can't, can't be jostled that much, so. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, here you go. But thank you. Now, here's, here's the two pesos and, uh, thank you very much for your assistance. Um, the the
4: young girl also gives you a, like a couple of burlap sacks to put in like make a little bed in there for for the kitten oh. um
3: roll spot hidden that's a ninety eight out of seventy um <sighs> I thought you were going to say seven. seven at first, 70. I am, I'm, I'm very <laughs> observant because I'm a reporter, you see. um, Let's see. That would be a lot of. Oh, let's use luck. Yay. Let's just do it. <laughs> um, Gosh, it's like 28 luck. Yeah. Okay.
4: So um, you look through the window and you watch as Lilith bursts into a room and helps. JJ, the person that you're supposed to have the interview with, leave a room very quickly. And you can see as they walk in a direction where they're going. So now you kind of like know where Margarita Chavez's room is. And with that,
1: Lilith and JJ. Did you hear me? I said you're not a doctor.
2: Well, this is news to me, I am so confused. I I was just helping no. one of my patients.
1: Yes, I think I think you must be hit in the head. You're a movie person.
2: Wait. That sounds familiar. Your name is I'm sorry. I'm all groggy right now. I haven't had a lick of whiskey in who knows how long. So minutes. I'm cloudy.
1: <laughs> well, um let's I think we need to go to the cafeteria. No, we need to find Grant, who's in the cafeteria.
2: Yes, where where is Grant?
1: Grant is in... Where is Grant? <laughs> yeah.
2: Right by room
0: 376.
1: Yeah, he's outside the room um, listening to... Oh, there's a gentleman. Oh, gosh, what's his name? He's uh, on the movie set with you. He was looking very um, urgently for Margarita. And Grant is outside uh, Margarita's room listening to that fellow, making sure that he isn't trying to steal her or something.
2: Wait, there's somebody with Margarita right now? Yes. Well, who would be with Margarita? It should only be us. Um, I think that's important. We might want to go check that out.
1: Oh, I don't remember his name, but I, I remembered it just five minutes ago, but it's been weeks, it feels.
2: Huh. I don't know. It's probably Antonio.
1: Oh, I do think that that was his name. (laughs) That sounds familiar.
2: Never trust that guy. Uh, All right. Well, I mean, maybe we should get going.
1: Let's go burst into the room. No, actually, let's not do that. That was a stupid idea. (laughs) After that exorcism, I just feel so full of life and vigor. Don't listen to me, JJ. Let's go back. Let's go find Grant and listen to Antonio and see what he's doing to old Marguerite.
2: Oh, all right. Well, let's let's do this. Let's break into the room.
4: Grant. Yes. You get to the door and you hear Antonio like it's just cracked a little bit. And so did you already roll listen?
0: No. I don't think so.
4: Do you want to roll listen for me? I would
0: love to.
1: If you roll bad, just say you rolled really well last week.
0: (laughs) 63 out of 40. I'll use 23 luck.
4: Yeah. This is a lucky game, y'all.
0: So that'll be a success at 40.
4: (laughs) Okay. So you hear as Antonio approaches Margarita's bed and he says, Margarita, my love, my love, please wake up, wake up, my darling, wake up. And you hear this groggy moan. And he says, I was so concerned that you had met your doom and I just had to come and see you face to face. I don't know if I can live a day without you. Margarita, I think I found that that old witch. The one that cursed me with this horrible ailment. Do, do you think I should go and talk to her and see about having her remove this wretched curse from my body? Margarita? Margarita, are you even listening to me? Oh, well, if you're not here to... Lock me up and make sure that I don't go about. I don't know what I'll do. I guess it's all for the best. Perhaps I need to leave anyways. Maybe that's what I should do. Just run away from here. Get away from everything and everyone. Run to the desert. And you hear Margarita say, To the beach, though? We go to the beach. Remember the beach? To the beach, you say? I should go to the beach? Hmm. Yeah. Okay then, Margarita. I'll go to the beach. I'll drown myself in the ocean and rid this earth of my... disgusting form.
0: I open the door. Ah! Oh! Oh, (laughs) sorry.
4: Hello, uh, Grant. It's great to see you again. Of course, as usual. Um, yeah, I'll be on. I'll be on my way then. Thank you for. Uh, is
0: uh, is everything all right?
4: Everything is fine. That's a lovely suit you have. Oh. Five piece. Wow. I guess yeah. JJ finally paid you.
0: Uh no, nah, I uh I just picked this up.
4: You did. And he walks closer to you. So I,
0: you know, hey, I, I think, I think everything's gonna be fine, right? Uh, Margarita's gonna be fine. Everything's gonna be fine. If you want to stay here,
4: that's cool. Stay- no, I can't stay here. What a, what a horrible idea.
0: Well, can I help you?
4: Look after Margarita. I don't know. She and I have been quite close the last few months. And, um... I... Listen. If she uh, were to become in the, um... Motherly way... Just, um... Well, here. And he pulls out uh, his cigarette case... And he pulls a card from it, and says, "This is uh, this is my father's number. Just um, he'll take care of Margarita should should I not be able to fulfill my husbandly duties."
0: Okay, um, well, when she comes to, uh, sh- do you- do you have a uh, an address or something where she can look you up or
4: No, she's she just told me where to go and I'm going to go there now. So um Goodbye for now, Grant. Uh, Bye yeah. forever. Oh. And he Okay. Moves past you unless you try to stop I
0: him. Open the door and stand aside.
4: Okay. Gladys, you hear all of this kind of going on uh, on the other side so even before Grant walked into the room, you were just on the other side listening to every word. And now Grant has allowed Antonio to leave the room. Do you want to do anything?
3: I want to open the door from the outside, but not until after I've heard Antonio leave.
4: Uh, you do hear footfalls, and then, I mean, Grant is just kind of in there, but unless you okay. peek in, you wouldn't be able to hear or see that, unless you roll really a listen.
3: Um, I I do want to open the door just a crack, peek in real quick, just to make sure I don't see Antonio. Okay. And then if he's gone, then I will swing the door open the rest of the way. Um, Roll stealth,
4: and Mike, you will combat that with the spot hidden. Fun.
3: I got 71 out of 55. So that's a fail.
0: I got 14 out of 45, which is a hard
4: success. Okay. Grant, you see as the door that leads to the outside cracks open and a little eye peeks into margarita's room
0: can i help you
3: oh i'll open the door the rest of the way and step in uh goodness i was just i'm so sorry i was walking by the courtyard and i just overheard that and i was gonna say you should go after him sport that you can't that man just said goodbye forever you can't just let him walk away this is a hospital they have resources for that
0: well i i you're probably right, but...
3: Do, do you work? You, you work? You told me earlier, you work uh,
0: here. well... Right? Kind of. I work for someone who works here, so it's... It's complicated.
3: Oh, okay, well, time's ticking, and he's walking, so are you gonna do something Well, about I don't this? think he's I just mean, gonna
0: listen to me. Would you mind coming with me?
3: Listen here, sport, I've got a, a kitten to take care of. I can't just go chasing after people in the hallway.
0: But you can creep around doors and watch and listen in, huh?
3: Right you are. Yes, I can. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, alright, yeah, let's, um... Sure, let's... You go first. I'll, I'll just need to make sure, uh my kitten's okay i'll follow we'll take care of this and then we'll we'll regroup
0: i nod my head and step out the door
4: as you nod your head and step out the door you run right into jj who is charging forward uh, into the room, and there is a little, like, what? as uh, J.J., Antonio, and Grant all sort of collide with each other, and Lilith is just a few steps behind. Oh,
2: oh, uh, J.J., sorry. Grant, I've been calling your name for, like, ten minutes. Uh, Where have you been? Right here. Well, I got... I don't know, punched or something, beat up. There's walls hitting me. Uh, I got poked in the eye. I'm not a doctor, apparently. And I just don't know what's going on. Is is Margarita okay?
4: Yes. Yes.
2: Oh. Hey, wait a minute. A- Antonio? Is that you?
4: Um, Antonio lifts up a very large hat that he felt like was concealing him. And... uh Yes, Mr. Uh, Mr. JJ. It is I, Antonio. And I am leaving now. Goodbye.
2: What? Hold on. What? Were you seeing Margarita? I thought she told you that she didn't want to see you anymore or something like that. I just wanted to
4: check in on her just to make sure that uh, she was okay.
2: Well, that's mighty nice of you. All right. Well, just want to make sure you... Stick around. We got a lot of things we got to do, you know, of course, after movie production, you know, reporters, we're going to have to uh, do a yes, lot of marketing of stuff course. together. So I just want to make sure you're
3: around yeah. when Margarita gets um, better.
4: I'll, I'll be around. Mm-hmm.
3: I'm going to pop out of the room at this moment. And while that was happening, I've covered the box with one of the uh, canvas bags. So I'm carrying a box, but it's covered. <laughs> So you can't see the kitten. Um, And I'm going to pop out and say, excuse me, did you just say your name's Antonio, like from the movie?
4: I'm sorry, are you some sort of a reporter
3: Oh, goodness, you sure spit that out with some fervor. (laughs) Yes, my name's Gladys, Gladys Cooper, and now I would just absolutely love to get an interview from you. I heard this is a a werewolf movie. It is, and
4: if you want to schedule an appointment, you can speak to the PR reps that work on the film. Good day to you, Miss Cooper. Right,
3: right. Right, of course. But you see, we're both here right now. Like, it's just, uh, you know, it's just like a little magical coincidence that we both happen to be here. It is. Now, JJ here has said that he'll give me an interview as well. So why don't we just all sit down for an interview?
4: Um, I-, I was just on my way out, actually. Um, Antonio, so
0: that- you might just want to have the interview because she has a knack of popping up when you'd least want her to. You wouldn't uh, want her following you for a story, is what I'm trying to say.
3: Ah, okay. I do have a nose for a good story. Yes,
4: of course. Uh, JJ, would you like to uh, (laughs) do this interview with me? Uh, What? what, How long will this take? Ten minutes? Fifteen minutes? Five minutes? Of
3: course. Yeah, I can. I, I can make it brief. Oh. We can just, uh, you know, have a seat somewhere. I can pull out my notepad and just ask a few questions. It's perfectly harmless.
4: Uh, JJ, you can uh, just let me know what to do next. You're the producer.
2: Well, uh, I mean, I mean, good. It'd be good for PR. Uh, I'm not in the mood to do any interviews right now. I've had a, a rough day. Why don't you take care of this, Antonio? Answer some questions, you know, do some. Talking about the movie, and uh, I'll just go checking on Margarita.
3: Right, and we'll schedule our interview for later, Mr. JJ, right? You did promise.
2: I, yeah, I, you, you can uh, take it up with my, my man Grant over here, and he'll schedule you, but uh, I have more pressing matters at the moment.
3: Of course, of course. All right, Antonio, we'll, we'll just do the interview, just one-on-one. Yeah, okay. Uh, so I will step into like a side room if there's like an empty exam room or something roll we could use nothing never mind
4: um can i get a group okay. luck roll so the person with the lowest luck score should roll for the group
0: i have 55 luck i've got 29
3: i have 94 oh god <laughs> I've got 42, which is pretty lucky, if you ask me. Nika's
0: got, like, 117 or something.
3: (laughs) Yeah. No. Can we go with Nika's? (laughs) It's 94. All right. Mike, roll luck for
4: this group. Oh, gosh. (laughs)
0: 45
4: out of 29. Uh, So you do not find an empty room. But you do find that the restroom is unoccupied.
3: I will look at Antonio and say, no, it, it's up to you. If you'd like some privacy, we can step in here and uh, conduct the interview away from uh, anyone else you might like to overhear.
4: Mrs. Cooper.
3: I'll let you decide before we step into the, the ladies room here. <laughs> what
4: What sort of reporter are you that you believe that I would follow you into a restroom for an interview? Are you out of your mind?
3: Oh, well, some say yes, some say no. The verdict's still out. But no, I was just going to give you the option of a little bit of privacy. I didn't know if if you'd prefer to conduct an interview without everybody eavesdropping.
4: This is a movie. This is in reference to our film, right? Why would I need privacy? no,
3: I just like to respect uh, the people I interview if if they don't want to do it in front of an audience. Uh, okay. Well, it's up to you. Whatever you're comfortable with. I'm
4: most comfortable being out in the open with you, if I'm being completely honest.
3: All right. Well, let's just you know uh, have a seat right here and uh or stand or whatever you like, and uh, we'll just. I flipped my notebook. We'll just jump right in. Why don't we walk and talk? Oh, even better. I love a good walk and talk. And I'll start to walk. Do you and need me to s- hold that box for you? I can carry it Oh no, it I can, you- I, I'm, I'm real talented. I can uh, balance the box and uh, kind of have my notebook right here and... Uh, Okay. Why It'll be, be fine. Why don't we then just go out to the courtyard, have a seat, and
4: you can ask me any relevant questions there. Sure. It's a lovely day out. Is it? <sighs> he walks with you begrudgingly out to the courtyard.
3: Um. I will find a bench and take a seat. With the box on my lap. Okay. You do this thing. Alright, now thank you so much for, for agreeing to do this interview. Now, uh, so I understand this is a, a werewolf movie. Were you aware that there have been some uh, recent attacks in the area with bite wounds? No. Uh, what what are your uh, personal beliefs on uh, whether or not werewolves are real? No. I, I, that one wasn't a yes or no question. I'll just put undecided. All right, and now... <laughs> I'm not uh, undecided.
4: I don't believe that. That's a no for me.
3: Oh, okay. It's a little unclear. You might have to use multiple words to to answer the questions. All right. So... Uh, now, are you and, uh, Margarita particularly close? No. I see. i have heard you have a- an excellent chemistry on screen.
4: Yes, we do. We are actors.
3: Right, right. That Some-some would say that in order to, uh, have that extra bit of chemistry, there's gotta be a little something extra magical in there. Do you-do you believe that? Mr. Antonio? No. No? Do you believe in magic at all? I mean, my goodness. No. Unless well, you mean then. the
4: movie magic.
3: Oh, well, you know. That too, I guess. If it gets a multiple word answer out of you. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, uh, were you aware that uh, poor Miss Margarita's Father uh, was unfortunately killed in a a manner seeming to indicate it was some sort of were-creature.
4: A were-creature?
3: Well, there were both animal bites and human bites found on him.
4: What type of interview is...
3: What's I work what? for the Peculiar Times. I I do explore all kinds of uh, truths and peculiar things in this world. The Peculiar Times? Ah, yes. I've never heard of it. Well, it's based out of Washington, D.C., so it is quite a ways away. Uh-huh.
4: And you're telling me that uh, there's real werewolves?
3: I'm asking your opinion on it. No. Do you think uh, Mr. Chavez was murdered?
4: I mean, I would assume so. If not a werewolf, what was it? Men with motive to kill a man, a psychopath, um, some would say an animal of a person, a beast. A horrible, perhaps one horrible that can monster.
3: transform back into a human
4: lady this is this is where you need to roll luck <laughs> actually everyone we're gonna do another group luck oh, so Mike Lane <laughs> give us the luck roll
0: I am sorry in advance <laughs>
3: I, it's okay. I don't think he's going to give me anything It anyway. was
4: close. <laughs>
0: 33 out of 29.
4: Okay. As you are sort of struggling to figure out how you can de-escalate the situation, um, a little movement comes from the box. And there's a tiny... <coughs> and he looks at the box...
3: So as I was saying, I I do believe it could be possible. There's at least some sort of uh, a monster out there, but the fact that there were human bites could indicate that. It, I mean, either it's some form of cannibalism or some form of were creature. Either way, it's it's pretty disconcerting. That's
4: a big word.
3: I am a reporter. <laughs> Roll fighting brawl. No, <laughs> not my baby kitten. <laughs> okay. 23 out of 25. Okay. And I'm prepared to use some luck if I need to get down to a harder extreme success. I don't think he would be... <laughs> well, we'll see.
4: Okay. <laughs> so what's in the box?
3: Oh, oh! This box?
4: Yeah, the one that's meowing.
3: Well, just just some uh, personal uh, belongings, you could say. Uh, it's just just my my cat. <laughs> you see, um, I had to take her to the vet earlier, and I couldn't leave her all by her lonesome. So I just uh, brought her along for my interviews today. So I'm terribly sorry if it interrupted us.
4: That's alright, I love cats. Could I see it?
1: Listen, I'll, um...
4: I'll make a deal with you. I'll answer questions. I'll really answer questions for you. Just let me see what's in the box. I love cats. Just as much as you love
3: a good story, right? Mrs. Reporter... Okay, two things. I would like to roll psychology to see how suspicious he is right now. And I would also like to know, am I still under the influence of my sanity loss uh, in regards to the kitten? Indefinitely, indefinitely. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, So I definitely do want to roll psychology, though. 59 out of 45. Oh, so much luck. <laughs> so I'm going to
2: Remember you could push.
3: Yeah, push the roll. Oh. Do it. Push oh, let's the do roll. Let's do that. Let's do push that. that I like it. Okay. It's risky. <laughs> well, that's a 90. <laughs> I should have known better. (laughs) As you
4: are uh, getting a read on Antonio, you think that he loves cats and is really going to give you the big scoop that you're looking for. Um, If there was a person that you trusted as much as yourself to take care of this cat, he has the demeanor of a cat lady. And you would know, being a cat lady.
3: <sighs> All right, but now listen. Like I said, we just came from the vet, so uh, everything's just a little uh, uh, delicate today. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's so long as you understand that you can take a look, and then we'll we'll conduct our interview, and uh, everything will be right as rain.
4: That sounds good to me.
3: Excellent. I'm going to keep the box on my lap, but just sort of lift up the canvas for him to see. Antonio
4: peers over the side of the box and puts his hand inside, stroking in between the eyebrows essentially of this little kitten as it sort of cuddles up next to him as though it knows him. And as you think about how sweet it is that this guy is a cat mom and how adorable this moment is, you think I should take a photo And you pull out your camera. And as you do, he pushes it into your face. And unfortunately, he had an extreme success on his fighting brawl. And so he pushes that camera into your face and you hear this crunch (gasps) as your camera just kind of bounces off of your eye and just barely misses, um, kind of gouging your eye out. And you're just seeing stars. And all of a sudden, you look up, blink, 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 and Antonio and the kitten are gone. And that's where we're going to call it.
2: Bravo.
3: Man, nose out of
2: Masterful.
3: <laughs> damn it. reporter. So good.
4: Sorry, everyone else oh, didn't get a whole lot of time. I, it's good. So oh, it's good to listen. Yeah. That was great.
3: <laughs> Luckily, we're doing two episodes tonight. Yeah, oh, for God. sure. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm my so goodness. Glad it- Barely missed my eye, and I didn't have another character lose an eye. I thought you were gonna be dead.
0: <laughs> I had I a message ready to make awesome. fun of it.
3: <laughs> I love your face.
4: Uh, Steph, you're gonna lose one hit point to that.
3: Fair.
2: Is the camera broken? has to
3: be. oh my gosh oh. oh my
2: gosh
3: and is the film exposed these are answers <sighs> i need
4: <laughs> oh man well i don't like to give oh. answers i do love a cliffhanger <laughs> um and if you want to if you want to tell me what your favorite cliffhanger is you can do that by going to our twitter and saying hey v here is my favorite cliffhanger you've ever done but you got to do that at CAF podcast. Send it to me. I want to hear what's your fave. What's your fave.
3: So.
0: You can find me at. I think I'm Fred. <laughs> These cliffhangers and more <laughs> at one gaming lane.
1: You can wait and build the anticipate
3: <laughs> at Nika <laughs> underscore Howard. <laughs> and tell me how much you love your kittens at starlit firefly.
4: Oh God, I'm I'm at typical Veronica. <laughs> bye,
3: bye, bye, bye.
4: This episode was edited by Steph Kingston. You can find her on Twitter at Steph O'Kingston. This episode was produced by me, Veronica. The opening theme was composed by Rob Anderson. You can find him on Twitter at Hey, It's Birdie. Voiceover in the introduction was provided by Rick Lee. You can find him on Twitter at Rick underscore Lee. R I C underscore L E A.
2: Man, I'm I'm so sad. It's Gladys's last
3: night. (laughs) It's not. It's not. It's It's gonna be really
0: sad when she goes insane and invariably does something terrible two episodes from now. Yeah, joke's
3: on you, she's already insane.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what my defense against V is? My character's already insane. I
3: made her That's my
2: secret
0: cap. I'm always insane. insane. (laughs) I'm
3: always insane. Not saying I can't go more insane, but like